With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. But the six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Always follow the, money. follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v during Sunday Night Football every week for the rest of the regular season. Place your bet this week during the Broncos and Chiefs and get in on the action. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply every time. Every week at this time, Fridays, Brad Powers joins us now, college football expert. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. has an excellent newsletter that he does every single week, and he joins us now. You, uh, can you, this is, this is uh, nuts with all these huge future tickets, and you have quite a few of them, about what's on the line here the next two days with some big tickets can cash in these title games. Yeah, I mean, for those of you that have been crying about wanting different teams uh, at the top of their conferences, I mean, 2021 has been really good in that regard. And I mean, some really, you know, big long shots. I don't have a huge long shot like uh, uh, Northern Illinois, 100 to 1, or, you know, Wake Forest, uh, 80 to 1, or even a Utah State, 50 to 1. But, you know, I, I got a few Utah, 14 to 1, who's a favorite uh, tonight. Uh, Kent State, 12 to 1 to win the MAC. They're favored. So, uh, yeah, there's this year, at least in the last 10 years, probably has more live long shots than I've ever seen in any conference championship. Yep. You have Utah, Kent State, San Antonio, and Georgia. You're not going to do anything uh, with them. You're not going to hedge. What advice would you give to our listeners who uh, have some, if they have some of those big tickets that you mentioned, like Northern Illinois, Utah State, what do you think they should do? Uh, great question. Uh, I mean, to me, with hedging, it's always, I mean, is it life-changing? And I'm not saying life-changing, like retire, but, you know, life-changing, you know, I go on a couple vacations uh, mm-hmm. type of thing. 
Uh, you know, I would hedge maybe in that regard, uh, you know, to make sure you come out a, a little bit ahead, at least pay for the ticket. <laughs> I mean, that, that you had. Uh, me personally, I, I just, I mean, I let them ride because, I mean, they, they weren't very big bets. Uh, and they're not going to change my bankroll too much. But, I mean, if you, and then again, I don't have a 50 to 1 or 100 to 1. So, I mean, if you were asking me if I had one of those tickets, I probably would hedge maybe 20%, 30%. Depend, and it always depends on what the price is, mm-hmm. what my feeling about the actual game is. Do I actually expect that ticket to win? Am I not feeling confident? So, as always in this industry, it's just not a black and white answer. Yeah. Everybody's different, Brad. Yep. 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 Uh, what about tonight? Did you get on Western Kentucky early? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and, yeah, I, look, and I'll say this. I, I mean, because Cirque has been doing a good job with the openers this year. They didn't open this week. So, I mean, you would think that conference championship week, because you got 12 data points on all these teams, should be a really tough week as far as trying to find and get in front of a big line moves. But they weren't the openers this week. There was, you know, a couple offshore, South Point and Vegas was the first to post. And I found this week's lines on Sunday to be soft, probably the softest they've been since early October. So I did bet West Kentucky plus two and a half and plus two. And, and guys, look, I mean, if you're betting Western Kentucky today, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Can't do it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you're through a key number of three and a half. I, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. I, I'm not a guy that hedges. I lean UTSA at the current number plus three and a half. I mean, I, I got Western Kentucky minus three is my pure power rating. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, how about Oregon and Utah? Tough one. They just played, and Utah ran them out. But now you see you see the number here. Uh, and and uh, what do you think of the Pac-12 showdown? So I did bet Oregon. Uh, I think there's a sharper side. Money's come in on Oregon, but yep. I needed plus three. I would not have bet it at two and a half. Uh, did South Point had it at three and a half. They opened on Sunday. I, one concern I have is I've heard a lot of whispers of this being the final run here for Kyle Whittingham for Utah, and I do expect you know Utah, especially they never won a Pac-12 championship, never been to the Rose Bowl. It's not like I'm fading Utah because I don't think they're going to be max motivated. I just whenever you get a rematch, and the, the earlier matchup was a blowout, I just expect a team that blew, got blown out to make make more adjustments the second go around. Okay. You bet every game uh, in these uh, championship games coming up. Brad Powers joins us now. Big 12 tomorrow, 24-14, another rematch. We just mentioned it. Oklahoma State was minus three in the turnover battle and still won by double digits. A 9-0-1 ATS run. Two good defenses going at it. What do you think of the Big 12 game? Lean Baylor. (laughs) Despite everything you just mentioned there, I mean, that's going against Baylor. And obviously there's questions about Baylor's starting quarterback, although he's not a guy that's going to move the number significantly at all. We're talking maybe a half point. So my worry is actually uh, Oklahoma State off a very emotional win over their rival, Oklahoma, something that they don't do even in the Mike Gundy era. They don't beat Oklahoma very often. On top of it, Dave Aranda for Baylor is one of the best X's and O's guys in the country. So I do trust him to make some adjustments. Yeah, Yeah. no, he's very good. Yeah, good angle off Bedlam. Yeah, that's a good point. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Brad Powers, our guest, by the way, big announcement on this show coming up. Uh, in 10 minutes, we'll tell you about it at that time. So ACC title game here, Pittsburgh firmly, you know, across the board now painted at as a three-point favorite. High total, obviously, as people are going to expect a lot of points, rightfully so, in this game. Uh, what, what do you think of this matchup, and who do you like? 
I really like Pitt. Uh, I mean, uh, that's my favorite bet of the week. It was my favorite bet of the week when I laid two and a half. It's still my favorite bet of the week at three. To me, you know, I, I like the matchup for Pitt. If you look at who has beat Wake Forest, their two losses were against a, a pair of teams that Pitt handled and handled it quite easily. I know the North Carolina game went to overtime, but the weather got involved there. They're out to a big lead. But more importantly, if you look how Clemson beat Wake Forest a couple weeks ago, they got after Wake's quarterback, Sam Hartman. They sacked him seven times. Well, actually, Pitt's better at getting after the quarterback than Clemson. Pitt has 46 sacks on the season. So I think Pitt has the far better defense in this matchup. Pitt and Wake offensively are about the same. So my only hang-up is there's whispers about Kenny Pickett's health. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is a concern, and also Pat Narduzzi can be, you know, a meathead. So <laughs> yes. Dave Clawson's a better coach. So that's my only concerns. But still, right now, as we're doing this, Pitt minus three is my best bet. Yep. Hey, I want to go back to the Western Kentucky game for one second because you you told us that you're not going to hedge your future bets, but in a spot like this, when you grab plus two and a half and plus two, and you make the number minus three, but now it's gone all the way through that key number. This is different potentially. Are you going to consider? Trying to get a middle spot here with Texas San Antonio, grabbing three and a half, or are you going to just let this play out? Well, my middle is my conference future. I got UTSA 8-1 to one to win right. the conference. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And I have, yep. a, I have a couple of tickets on Western Kentucky Plus, too. So I, I am, I'm sitting okay in that one. Explain the Sun Belt line. This is a rematch as well. Louisiana's at home. Napier's going to coach. They ran them out in the first game, and they're catching points against App State. Well, I mean, if you look, I get it. Louisiana's won 11 straight games uh, since their season-opening loss against Texas. But believe it or not, since that in that 11-game win streak, I have downgraded Louisiana in my power ratings. They've been you know, not doing well against the spread. In fact, they got a losing record against the spread this season. You look at App State, you know, they're 5-1 and one against the number of their last six games, but dominating teams. That only non-cover was last week by half a point, so I don't dock them too well. But I, I bet App State on the openers minus two. But I was thinking Billy Napier might not coach since he was just announced the, the head coach at Florida. Since he is going to coach, and it is significantly important for Louisiana, who's never won a Sun Belt championship game, uh, right now I would not make that bet again against App State. All right. Uh, do you think Iowa keeps it close against Michigan? I do. I, I mean, look, I, a conference championship game with, with you know, a win – to go to the playoffs shouldn't be a flat spot, but, I mean, come on. Did anybody watch the, the Buckeye game last week? I mean, that wasn't just celebrating your your best win of the season. That was, you know, taking out 10 years of frustration mm-hmm. uh, in, in one Saturday. So, I, I was the type of team that can keep it closer, and especially against a Michigan team if they're not locked in. Well, what does Iowa do? They turn you over, and that's how they win games. And, and Michigan, we saw early in that game against the Buckeyes. I thought it was actually going to really impact them when they threw that interception early yep. where they could have went up 14 nothing. I mean, kudos for them for overcoming that. I expect them to, to actually have a couple of turnovers here, and that's the case Iowa's live. Hey, Brad, we asked Paul Stone this question yesterday because he flies into Vegas every weekend to bet the games. You live here. And you bet, you know, a whopping percentage on Sundays with the openers here at Circa. But how does that flip for you coming up on Sunday with the bowl games? Just just because of how the landscape has changed, and you, you you never really know which players could opt out of a bowl game. So that's an excellent question. Uh, I'm still going to be super aggressive. I'm going to bet numbers first, but I'm also going to try to anticipate motivational issues. Like I'm not going to, you know, you know, run to the window and bet a team like North Carolina that's had a disappointing season 
and I'm not quite sure. And in fact, I'm doubtful that Sam Howell is going to play at quarterback in that game. So that's a team I'm going to look to avoid, you know, pre-flop, no matter what the number is I'm betting on. Uh, but, you know, look, I'm going to bet numbers first always. But, but you know, the, the difference for me is, you know, try, I'm actually looking to find spots to play on and against the team. I mean, I'll give you guys one right now. I mean, Fresno huh? State, yep. totally different team. Uh, than what they were to close out the season. They don't have their head coach, and they, more importantly the point spread, they don't have their quarterback. Yep, yep. And Jake Hayner, I'm here to tell you, is worth about four or five points to a point spread, maybe even more. So look to play against Fresno State on those Sunday-Monday openers. How about the SEC game? You were all over the Georgia defense from the get-go. You have Georgia to win the SEC title game, plus 450. They, they played one close game. It was against Clemson. Can Alabama keep her close? I think so. Uh, so I did bet Circa did a good job a couple weeks ago. They opened up this line, Georgia, I bet minus three. And it was just at that time, Georgia, in my power rings, I thought the line should be four and a half. It wasn't that I thought the line was significantly off or anything. I just thought, ah, there's some slight value on Georgia. Uh, but, you know, you're telling me I'm getting Nick Saban with almost a full touchdown. He's still, in my opinion, a better coach than Kirby Smart. And I also got the better quarterback. And I, Georgia has not been, you know, since that opener in a late game situation where they had to rely on Stetson Bennett, a, a former walk-on. So, I, I mean, obviously I'm extremely concerned about Alabama's offensive line and how they hold up, but I would lean with the Crimson Tide at the current number. All right, very good. Brad, you're the best. Good luck this weekend. Thanks for the time, as always. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. Again, Appreciate follow him on Twitter. He's at Brad Power 7 Awesome on the sport. Up next here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A major announcement that is taking place next week with this show. Details on that coming up next. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is kids-safe COPPA certified. 
So, weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In about 15 minutes, Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Gino Toretto is going to join the program. He won it back in 1992. Got to ask him if he thinks. A defensive player can actually win the award this year. You know, every former winner has a vote on this. And most of them, almost all of them, are offensive players. So what does it take from a mm-hmm. defensive player to win? Are you excited for next week? Big news here on the show. I hear, I hear this is a great spot. I was not aware of the flights this long. Uh, I, I hear it's outstanding. Yes. Never been. Was looking at photos last night. Yeah. The place looks majestic. This show has uh, never left the city of Las Vegas. <laughs> you know, we were at the South Point for the first, um, what, three-plus years probably. We did a remote one time at the Westgate for one weekend, and that's a long time ago. But then, ever since, like, last October, we've been here the whole time. I'm probably the reason, yeah. You talked me into it. Congratulations. Oh, for what? For not leaving, I oh, would say. Oh, for? You could, yeah, I, I don't like to fly. And this far? No, you hate it. You hate it. Going to Los Angeles for 40 minutes doesn't count. This is your big boy. Yeah. And I've been, I've been to Boston, great city. That was a long time. That was the first time I ever got on a plane. Oh, yeah. I was like awesome eight, year, eight years it. old. Yeah, saw a doubleheader at Fenway. And then in 2013, I think it was, went to New York, didn't want to leave, hanging out in Manhattan for a while. But uh, times have changed, and I, I, forgot, <laughs> I forgot how long this plane ride is. Well, oh, mama. So this would be... Uh, buckle get, in. Get some dream water, right? And hopefully... Sleep? Sleep. Okay. Right. Yeah, sleep. Try to sleep through five hours of this sucker, and then the fun begins when we land. Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, this show, Follow the Money, is hitting the road next week. You can join us. We're going to be live from the new DraftKings Sportsbook at Foxwoods uh, Casino, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So if you're in the area, come down, say hello. We'd love to meet you. Yes. And you can tune in every day from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern time. And so we've also been on Nesson. For a long time, uh, if you watch the show, keep in mind, I think there's some delays where the show is actually aired. So it airs live 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. So if you expect us to be out there, like when you catch it, maybe live or tape delayed, just know that we're going to be live at Foxwoods 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. Can't wait to see the property. I can't wait to see the sports book, and I can't wait to say hello to all the uh Viewers that we have and listeners that we have on the East Coast and in that area. Yeah, top-notch book, and it's supposed to be a great casino resort. Yep. And uh, very excited to see Foxwoods. 
Never been in that neck of the woods either. That's that's three hours from New York, as I understand it, by car? Yep. So I was calling, this goes back a good 10, 11 years. You remember that league that Jim Fossil was the coaching out here? Yes. The UFL, the Las Vegas Locos. It, it, was, it was a bizarre league with a lot of talent. Um, but Las Vegas had a franchise, Orlando... Some of the games were played in Omaha, and Hartford, Connecticut had a franchise as well. Oh. I remember we flew into Hartford for a game one weekend. It's, it's weird because I haven't been to the East Coast that many times, but when you the states are so small. By the time we left the airport and got to our hotel, it was like a 40-minute drive. We were three-quarters of the way through the state. Like, well, that's not, not possible. Because out here, every state is gigantic. Mm-hmm. If you go from one side of Nevada to the top, it takes like 12 hours. California, gigantic. Colorado, huge. Utah, same thing. Back there, it's like... Blink your eyes. Oh, you're through the state now? Oh, there's Rhode Island? Where are you at? But they're all, they're all connected, <laughs> yeah. all right in the area. Okay. Sure. And yeah. when you don't travel back there that often, you're just not used to it, so it's weird. But, no, it's, yeah, I can't wait. Love the area overall. Well, I know what we're going to say Wednesday when we're on the air. How do you people do this? How do you, <laughs> how do you, how do you wake up and do a 9-to-5 job, and then you see what Monday night football kicks off at at like 8.15 your time. Yeah. Or like the, the Laker game tips at 10.30 your time. Sure. I mean, if you stay up and watch the game, is it, what do you, like if the Red how Sox, do you watch sports and you live on the East Coast? How about if the Red Sox are playing on the West Coast, Yankees, whatever team from that area. Yeah. And it's a, you know, uh, a series in June, but they're on the West Coast and they play the A's and the Mariners, whatever. And on a Wednesday night, the game first pitch is at 10.37 on the East Coast, or 10.15, whatever. And your alarm's going to go off at 5 o'clock in the morning? No. Not happening. Sure. But we get to sleep in a little bit. Yeah, it's, that's big. So well, you ready for that? Changer. Yes, I yeah. am. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Very good. Brad talked about these monster tickets that are available. And we touched on it uh, last week or earlier this week. And he's never, he can't recall a college football season like this. And you saw the tweet of some of the tickets he has in pocket. Forget about August or September. How about the big tickets on Iowa and Michigan just two, three weeks ago? What those were, especially Iowa. I mean, they were dead and buried. Oh, for sure. I mean, Wisconsin had to lose, and people didn't think Iowa was going to win out just did, to get in this game. Did you see a number on Michigan? Because I know preseason they were higher than 30-1 to 1 at some spots. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Penn State had hype, and Ohio State was a freight horse. They were a big number just because the people look at the, they didn't think they were going to beat Ohio State. Uh, Northern Illinois, 100-1. to 1. Didn't win a game last year. Uh, Baylor, sure, they were a big ticket. They had a low win total. I think the lowest ticket on Baylor was 50-1. to 1. Okay. I think Oklahoma State, I, I didn't see that one. I think Oklahoma State would have a pretty good number. First time they're in the Big 12 title game. Utah State, 50-60-1. to 1. Makes sense. The win total was 3.5. They won one game last year. All five losses were by 19 or more. Yeah. Wake, there were some, I saw some 200-1 to tickets. Wake, 100, 200-1. to Pitt, 60 to 1. Absolutely. Clemson was $8 to win the ACC. Yeah. Risking 80 to win 10. Sure. They were minor, they were 1 to 20 to win their division in some spots. So if you like taking shots, oh. right? If you want to be a little contrarian going into a season, this has been your year. As Brad said, if you're tired of the blue bloods at the top winning their conferences every single year, <clears throat> you must yeah. really love college football this season. Right. And as you also pointed yeah. out, it's not that you don't have a big deal uh, hedging. You also see some, Christ, you can win these games. Right. We see how low the point spreads are. Well, by the way, again, Utah State was 85 to 1 here, here on October 3rd. Oh, God. Utah, 12, 14 to 1. Numerous people gave that out on this network in August. San Antonio, 8 to 1. 
Georgia four to one to win the SEC, and uh, you're in a great position if you have that ticket. And I didn't see a number on Western Kentucky, but I imagine that was a I would think so. A good size ticket as well. Yeah. So there's also another game. We have a get out game, if you yeah, will. We do. USC plays Cal. It was the only game that was postponed this year, and I think USC's beat them 15 of 16, straight up. So you have that eight o'clock kick Saturday sure. with USC at Cal. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. By the way, Lincoln Riley had another running back, another one who committed to Oklahoma. Say, nah, I'm going to flip and I'm going to go to USC. Yep. Yeah. And it, looks, it appears to be a done deal. Freeman to Notre Dame. I think. Well, that's the right move. People are well, super Freeman excited promoted. about it. Well, right. Yeah, people are super excited about this. How about that? What's that say? And resustained. What does it say about Brian Kelly? Ah. If he reached out to them and said, come join me at LSU, and the guys are like, eh, I don't think so. I'm staying here at Notre Dame. Right. As I understand it, they were prepared to make Reese one of the biggest offers for an OC. LSU. Yeah. Yeah, I he believe says, it. says, no, I'm staying. I believe it. And he wanted to bring Freeman with them, too. But uh, for- By the way, for what it's worth, I heard Brian Kelly. He was on with uh, Dan Patrick this week. And Dan asked him, like, a perfectly legitimate question. And he said, because he had the breakdown of what it was like when you were recruiting on the West Coast, and then you knew that you were going to go to LSU, and then how that whole thing worked out. So you're telling recruits, hey, come join me at Notre Dame. Did you have it, like, in the back of your mind to say, well, we're actually going to go to LSU, or did you tell him after the fact? Kelly got pissed at him. How so? Come on, Dan. What kind of a question is that? No. I don't do anything that's unethical, is what he said. That was, that's morally incorrect. Oh, boy. Just like, I'm driving around hearing that on the way home. I'm like, are you kidding me? The, the AD at Notre Dame said he, he knew this was coming. It was, that people said it was in the works for a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how did, oh, God. Yeah. Bad dude. Then he's faking the Cajun accent. Pretty soon <laughs> he's going to sound, he's going to, hey, guy, man, get, 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 join me if the dog is down here. <laughs> It'll be fine. My wife's going to cook it up some gumbo. He's going to be at Eddie O'Light. Yeah. All of a sudden, the voice is going to train. Uh, Somehow, uh, come on. Go go shovel. Yeah. You're invited. Yeah. No, you're not. You're shoveling in parking cars. I, I, but here's the thing. USC is catching four and a half in this game. What are they, what are they playing for? Yeah. Are, they, are the kids that are going to be coming back going to be super pumped I know. because Lincoln Riley's a new head coach? Well, they hung in there against BYU. Yeah. But that's, uh, yeah, yeah. You could be a little surprised with that point spread as well. But that's, they, they've owned them. They've owned them going back the last 16 meters. Yeah. Yep. All right, DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, the DraftKings Casino has paid out some huge wins. A player bet $4 and won 7000 on Book of Sphinx. Another bet $10 and won over 10000 on Cash Machine. And another big winner bet $2.50 and won 7500 on Assassin Moon. Download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers can uh, claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000. Plus, DraftKings is starting you off with up to $50 in free credits just for signing up. Download the DraftKings Casino app and use the code VSIN to claim this offer. Must be 21 plus for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Gino Toretta on the program coming up next. All former winners have a vote, like I said. Almost all of them are offensive players. Can a defensive player win them over this year? We'll ask him coming up next. Be
VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. Zeno Toretta in a second. Let's get the top horse racing plays from Express Bet analyst Jeff Siegel. Let's go to Oakland, race seven. He likes the eight, Little Mambo, at 10 to one. Great price in Oakland, race eight. He likes the six horse at six to one. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of VEASAN. Sign up for the First Bet app using the code VEGAS1000 for an instant $10 free, plus up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. All right, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Gino Toretta joins the program now, part of the uh, Touchdown Football or Touchdown Radio Network as well. Uh, Gino, thanks for the time today. A pleasure to talk to you. No worries, guys. How are you doing this morning? Doing really well. What's it going to take? It's been a long time for that great football program to get back to where it once was. Uh, to recruit the same players at Alabama and Georgia and Clemson and Ohio State does. <laughs> Acquisition of talent, that's what every coach will tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, the 30-for-30 the 30 30 special on the U was awesome. And in that 30-for-30, in that 30 30, Shockey said, if you just keep a, a lot of the – not all of them, but most of the guys in that area, that's all you have to do. Is it that simple? Well, I don't know if it's that simple. I'm, I'm from Northern California. Dorsey's from Northern California. Uh, our, all of our quarterbacks are from out of state besides, I think Craig Erickson was the only one from Florida. Uh, Jesse Armstead, who I played with, was the number one player in the country. He's a Dallas guy, Kevin Williams. So I, I think, you know, partially that is true to, you know, Howard Snellenberger coined the term in 83, you know, recruit the state of Miami, which means, you know, Dade, Broward, Palm Beaches, mm-hmm. and keep the majority of kids here. Um, and and then, you know, go out and cherry pick. And, and like, you know, I think it's it's go out just like Alabama does. And But I think Alabama's coming down here. I mean, look at Amari Cooper, Miami kid, Judy, you know, Ridley, Miami kids, you know, th- those players didn't, didn't, uh, weren't going to those other schools, at least, you know, around my time. Yeah. Yes. Get the rock involved. Yeah. Send out a tweet on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Really One or the other. Yeah. I mean, he, the rock only has what, 300 million followers on Instagram? Should be pretty easy. Oh, my Lord. Jeez. Did you see that he had that? Did he have that in him when he was, what kind of guy was he like back then? Uh, we all, while we played with him, were like, you need to go, you know, do what your, your uncle and your dad does and, and wrestle. And he's no, 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 no. And, <laughs> you know, he wanted to be a defensive lineman. I mean, he was, he was big and, uh, you know, big interior defensive lineman didn't, wasn't, wasn't near the athlete or skills of a guy like Warren Sapp and, and those guys. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I don't know. We 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 told him a long time ago, and then uh, and then when his football career didn't work out, he he took our advice, and yeah. and and he's a, he's an easy way to win a bar bet if you're in a sports bar. You say what Miami Hurricane football player has earned the most money over his lifetime? Ah, uh, yes. And because people will think football player, they will think an NFL guy, maybe a Portis or some of those guys, you know, that that uh, played a bunch of years, Frank Gore or something like that. And then you can always, I mean, I think I, I think the Rock got him in one year of earnings. That's, I'm sure he did. <laughs> By the way, I think I think I said send out a tweet on Instagram, so I just sounded like I'm 97 years old myself, um, Gino. But this, so 
every former Heisman winner has a vote on the award. And with the exception yeah. of Charles Woodson, like everyone is an offensive player. Well, this year, you know, right now, the quarterback at Alabama, Bryce Young, he's the small favorite to win as we speak. But it's not like he has a firm grip on the award. What would it take for a defensive player in college football in the year 2021 to convince a, a, you know, a bunch of former offensive players who won the award and others to actually get their vote? Well, I can say this. I, I think that I've, I've seen uh, Jordan Davis twice in person. I mean, just an absolute dominant player at Georgia. Um, I've seen Will Anderson uh, a couple times in person, saw him against Miami, saw him in the Iron Bowl against last week. Uh, and I don't know, they, those guys garner my attention right off the bat. I, I think there's, you know, some other guys, you mentioned Bryce Young is obviously, he has the ball in his hands every play and has played outstanding for, you know, they're not really protecting him very well. Uh, the offensive line hasn't played well. You know, probably one of the, you know, lesser offensively minded or you know protected quarterbacks that Alabama's had in the last few years. Uh, C.J. Stroud has you know been lighting people up at at uh, Ohio State. Pickett's been had a great year at Pitt, um, but they have my attention. I, I think that uh, you know years ago it was probably the same thing when Indomitian Sue came out and. My guess, maybe if if the voting had been after the Big Twelve championship game, he he uh, he might have even won the award. So I think people are watching, and Will Anderson is is a guy. To me, you know, normally the spotters, like when you got your boards and your broadcast in the game, they always make sure, okay, the, the tailback, this is the tailback, this in, you know, starting wideouts, making sure that when Will Anderson is on defense. You don't know where he's lining up. Like sometimes he's an outside linebacker, he's dropped back into coverage, and he looks like, you know, he wears 31, and you're, you're like, wait a sec, that's a safety. Oh my God, that's the same guy that's rushing the passer. I mean, he is, uh, he could be the most talented player, the defensive guy that Saban's had since he's been at uh, Alabama. So you're saying that if Anderson has a huge game, or Davis, and they shut down Alabama, whichever one, or maybe Hutchinson at Michigan? I mean, he had 15 quarterback pressures last week, which is something I've never even heard of before. You're saying if you know the spotlight's going to be on all three of those players, if they really shine, there's a chance that they could maybe win it this year. I, I think so. I, I mean, that's that's me, but I, I maybe I vote differently than than the average person because I'm I'm at a game every Saturday and I'm voting with my own eyeballs. Um, I'm not I'm not listening to somebody else and and that. So I, I mean, from what I've seen, yes, these guys are are. You know, the award says most outstanding player. doesn't say best offensive player. Yeah. Sure. Good, good answer. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Very good. What advice do you have to the winner? And how did your life change when you won? <laughs> uh, it will, you will be forever remembered in, in the history of, of college football. And, and what I like to say is, you know, they say it's the most, you know, exclusive fraternity in sports. And, and I think that one of the reasons that is, is we were all, you know, in our you know early twenties, uh, we had a great college football season, a magical college football season, um, and we were voted as the most outstanding player. And we were forever, you know, down in the in the history annals, and and always uh, from that point on, you you are a Heisman Trophy winner. It doesn't matter really what you what you do after, whether it's you know Dorsett going to the Hall of Fame or Super Bowl MVPs or whatever Staubach. I mean, it's always your first. Um, 
adjective, I guess, is is Heisman Trophy winner. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty awesome. They, they don't you don't you don't really understand that probably at twenty twenty two when you when you win it. But uh, you know when you when you have kids and and you're down the road and you're just like wow that's you know it's just been you know it's been thirty thirty years almost since since I've won it so it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, thirty years time flies. How often to this day does somebody still pick up the check because you won the Heisman Trophy? Like hey, I, I recognize that guy. That's you know Toretta. Let me get you a beer. Hey, dinner's on me. Whatever. They're they're paying me back in nil money. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Who is the best? We used to, we used to, we used to, we used to, we used to cover a lot in my day. So maybe they're paying me back that way too. Yes, you did. Oh, that's awesome. Get out there. Go score. Go uh, one more touch. It's forty-seven-three, Gino. We need one more. Go ahead. Stick it to him. <laughs> Who, who's the best college football player you've ever seen play? Wow. Um, I tell you, I've seen some unbelievable performances. I, uh, Cam Newton, I can recall. I remember seeing Johnny Manziel against Arkansas in person. You know, when he, the year he won the Heisman, I think he had like 560 yards of offense. And I remember thinking, wow, I think I just watched the Heisman Trophy winner this year and the kid's mm-hmm. only a freshman. Um, Tim Tebow in, in, in his years had some dominant performances. Um, God, I can remember the defensive lineman Glenn Dorsey from LSU. I remember he was he was the same as same as Warren Sapp, just absolute home wrecker on the defensive line. And unfortunately, I was there one of the games when I forget who the opponent was. Somebody teed him up and took out his leg and and uh, kind of sent him to the sent him to the locker room injured. But uh, you know, those are guys off the top of my head, having seen them in person and and seen just unbelievable. Uh, performances is uh, you know heck that's that's why I go broadcast games because it's fun to fun to watch and and see these kids and then feel old that they were born you know ten or twenty ten or fifteen years after uh, I was sure. out of college. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, Gino, it was an honor to talk to you. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate that. All right, guys. Yep. Thank you. And uh, I love the fact that he's open minded. Going to consider defensive players this year, although he won it thirty years ago playing quarterback. Good stuff there from uh, Gino Toretta. Uh, up next, this team is 10-0 ATS on the road in the month of December going back. Here on Follow the Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. The Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. It launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective. CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philly, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. And Gino was right. They covered a lot when he was here. Yes. Early 90s. How things have changed. No, nobody knew about the point spread, though, Paul, back then. Yeah, uh, very good. Coach has uh, never uh, paid attention to that. Absolutely. Couple dogs. I can't. I can't get on Detroit. I don't want any part of Detroit. Minnesota's won eight in a row against the Lions. You are correct. Madison's been great when Cook has been out. Uh, the every Minnesota game but one has been a one-score game. Every game's been close. I can't believe it. The loss well, last week. It feels week. like that, to be honest. Right. The loss last week was their biggest of the season. They lost by eight points. Think about that. So is this team a contender? If they can get in, you wouldn't want to play them? Maybe so. Well, but look, I mean, these scores, they beat Green Bay by three. They lose by eight last week. They beat the Chargers by seven. Lost by three to Baltimore. Lost by four to Dallas. Beat Carolina in overtime. Beat the Lions on a last-second field goal the first meeting. See, th- th- I mean, this is crazy. Paul, this is exactly why a team like Minnesota can be dangerous in the playoffs. As Paul Charchian told us yesterday, they play to their level of competition. That's spot on. I yep. feel the same way about the Chargers. They are pretty much good enough on a certain Sunday to go anywhere and win. Same thing with Minnesota. The problem is, uh-huh. it, it, they could also blow a game when they have a 14-point lead late third quarter, and I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Should have beat Arizona, lost by one. Should uh, should have beat Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Lost in overtime by three. The Arizona game definitely so, should have won that. Detroit, again... You take out the week one game in garbage time against the Niners, but they uh, they went off offensively in that game. Ten in a row, they failed to crack 20 points. Longest streak in the league since 2005. Yep. And Goff, does, as we mentioned, doesn't have a win without McVay. They're 27th in passing. They're 30th in points scored. They're near the bottom in points allowed on defense. 
The Vikings, the Vikings are a good teaser option, too. So every week, I submit uh, my five best NFL bets for Point Spread Weekly. The digital magazine, which you can get at vcin.com slash subscribe. Like six people, I think, are picking NFL games this year. But the deadline for the magazine is uh, like noon Pacific on Tuesday. The five bets that I gave Matt Humans this week for publication, Broncos plus 10. Yeah. Atlanta plus 11 and a half. And this is one week after I said, I'm never betting Atlanta again. Yeah. Uh, Patriots plus three. All right. Monday night. We're butting heads in that game. Football team plus two and a half. I know that at some point threes were pro- possibly available on that game. Uh, and the under in the San Francisco-Seattle game, which was 46 at the time on Tuesday. I like that one. Yeah. Those are my, my five. I, don't, I mean, I'm rarely confident going in like, hey, I, I love my games this week. Last week I happened to go four and one. I think I'm four games over 500 on the year. So the, he, yeah. okay. I'm surprised. I think they could get out of control with the Colts. Now, the line has moved. It's from 7.5 up to 10 now. Yeah. But, but didn't you te- see that coming? Like, if you're going to bet the Colts, you had to do it right away this week. Yeah. Well, they, they also had to – the Texans had to cancel practice because they have a flu issue on the team. And that was midweek. So, they're 31st against the run. It's going to be a huge game for Taylor. It was 31-3 to in the first meeting. Indy – this is cause for concern. Indy's number one in takeaways. They're 500. Yeah. So well, the, the, the biggest problem is, again, go back to how they started the year at 0-3, and, and you thought, okay, it's going to be a long year for Indy. And then beginning in week four, that's when this huge run started with Jonathan Taylor, and they kind of figured things out, like we're not going to mess around anymore by putting Naheem Hines in, who I like, and you know, split some carries and get him some work. They finally realized Taylor's going to have to be our guy. And I've said this a lot it's coulda, woulda, shoulda, but they could be on a nine-game winning streak. Yeah. Plus, you know, another team I can probably throw in there with the Vikings and the Chargers. Yeah, they've won some games. Just get into the playoffs, Indy. Well, do they? I don't know. They're That's plus, a they're small plus price right now. It's, it's, it's anything but a sure thing this morning, and I have them on future tickets just to win the AFC like at 40 and 50 to 1 because if that's kind of the gamble now. If they get in, I'll, I'll take my chances. I think, but it's Carson Wentz though again, too. Which Carson Wentz are you going to get? Yeah. Uh, well, well, here's the schedule. So they, they win this game Sunday. They move to 7-6, and six, and then they have the bye. Then you play New England at home on Saturday night. Monster game. And, and the, the, all those, those three games can go either way. New England at home, Arizona on the road on Christmas, and then the Raiders at home. And they should beat Jacksonville to close the season. Yeah. The Bengals just need a split in these next two games. Cincinnati has seven wins. They're at home to the Chargers and the Niners. They split their fine I mean, if they beat the Chargers, that's huge for tiebreakers as well. So since he should make the playoffs, they're minus 220, yes. It'll come down to, in my opinion, the Chargers or the Colts for that final spot. Yep. But, but those three games right there, you're going to be 7-6 and six going into the bye. They could go 2-1. and one. They could go 0-3. Who knows? But it looks like 9-8 and eight will get it done. Yep. And then you figure out what, what the crazy tiebreakers will be. Another easy game this week on paper for the Rams. Don't forget, though, the Rams last year. Now, this is with Jared Goff. And not Matthew Stafford, but the Rams last year, around this same time, they were laying a similar number, if not more. In fact, I think that was that number like 17 last year. It was super high. And they got beat outright against the, uh, the Jets. Jets got them. Yeah. I don't know what that was last week, uh, but I guess I shouldn't have been surprised. No one, this isn't getting enough attention. They're, they're not doing anything on offense. 
Lawrence has been a major disappointment. I would say so, yeah. I mean, I understand the rookie are going to struggle and even how bad Peyton Manning was his rookie season, three wins and all those interceptions. They've yet to score 24 points in a game. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Yep. And if you want to give me all the weapons, all this, but at some point you got to, I mean, even Zach Wilson went off in one of the games. Sure. Yeah. What is going on with the Jacksonville offense? I've been fully expecting, like, all year long at some point, and by now I would add, that Lawrence is going to go for one of these games where he throws for 420 yards and four touchdowns. He's like, yep, that's the dude at Clemson that we watched four years ago that was going to be the number one pick, and we all knew it, and he was going to be awesome. Hasn't done that yet. Now, I will say this, though. Like, this recent run of exceptional quarterback play by rookies basically has spoiled it for every other first-round pick. Mac Jones is playing out of his mind, but what Herbert did last year, Kyler Murray was the rookie of the year before that. We've had a bunch of rookies here lately just go on these you know, tears or put up huge numbers, and now everybody expects yeah. every single rookie quarterback to do the same well, thing. Come on, it's 15 points per game. No, I, that's second that's, worst I would in the league. I, I would mean, agree. This should not be the case here with, with Meyer and Lawrence. This, like, this isn't getting enough attention. Yeah, I'd like to see him in a different landing spot, though, too, without yeah. Urban Myers as well, the coach. Back, uh, to, back to the other issue, though. You want to lay this with the Rams? And, no, and I don't. Stafford? How bad he's been? Plus, and, plus, Matthew Stafford looked wobbled. Oh, he's hurt. Okay, no doubt he was. Yes. Will he throw a pick six? Right. It's happened in three consecutive games. That's going to be worth watching alone. He can tie Matt Schaub's all-time record. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Memphis thing. Who's going to break that? Who's going to lose by 74 in an NBA game? <laughs> Who's going to throw a pick six five games in a row? Uh, or four in a row? What happens in the NBA first? A team loses by 74 points to beat the record now set last night, or somebody scores more than 81 like Kobe did. Forget about Wilt with 100. Mm. Neither one? I could see it. I could see that. Couldn't you see 82? Where a guy's going for a scoring title and they just feed him? Oh, Devin Booker scored 70 in a game. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah he did. And then they celebrated they like they won the title. <laughs> yes, but this was, It worked did. out for him. I know people ripped him. It was in Boston yeah. at the time. But, uh, well, Kobe had some great games where they would pull him oh. uh, after the third third quarter. Yeah. After, he told Phil Jackson, I'll get it another time. It was something crazy. Yeah. He had like 50 yeah. at the end of three or something. Do you have, by the way, do you have like a best bet this weekend in the NFL? Or do you like college that much more? Uh, I'm going to go with college. Yeah. There's, there's too many. Uh, again, I, the dogs that I like, I can't get there. I mean, I, I, I do like Denver, but Andy Reid off the bye, and, and the Broncos are off the big win uh, against the Chargers. I, I like it. It's a good spot for Atlanta. You Certainly, Brown means a lot to that offense with Tampa. Yep. But Brady owns them. They can't stop Godwin, and Matt Ryan's been horrendous. You got, I can't even get 200 yards passing out of you? Yeah, give me how many times now? Four out of the last five games. Can't get to 200. Right, 200. Okay. So, but that's... No, can't do it. I don't know what. The Chargers are schizophrenic. Raiders are I can't figure out the Raiders. You know, you want to lay six and a half with the Eagles? They, they great. What was that, by the way, early? They refused to run the ball for much of the season. Mm-hmm. Now you can't stop the running game. Right. But Hurts can't beat you with his arm. They, 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 they totally no, he blew can't. that game. He can't. They gave that way, game away oh. against the Giants, but I don't. Can, can I run this by you? That's, that, I, would, I would tease the Eagles down. I mean, they, if they can't beat the Jets, the season's over. I thought this was Paul Charchian brought this up on one of his uh, fantasy football podcasts this week. Our buddy. How about this idea for a trade? Because the Eagles have three first-round picks, and they're all going to be like top 11 as of right now. How about the Eagles and Seahawks have a phone call? I like it. And the discussion is, we will give you Jalen Hurts and like a first-round pick. I don't know. You take that. We'll take Russell Wilson. 
I don't know what they would think of Hurts. They're 30th in passing. No, I don't know, but I mean, he's going to be a quarterback in the meantime that yeah. could be like a bridge or whatever. Okay, yeah. You know? That's a landing spot. Yeah. I heard yeah. that, and I was like, that is a... T-. And you could get creative with other picks and whatever else, so... That's yeah. bad coaching. That, that's a terrible job by Sirianni. Yeah. They refuse to run the ball. Now they're running the ball, and no one can stop the rushing attack. This is going to be great. Professional poker player and reigning Super Contest winner David Baker in studio. Coming up next. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. Every day brings another opportunity to improve your sports betting knowledge. And the VSIN experts are working around the clock to give you the betting edge. Subscribe today to gain access to the full betting experience of our team of professional bettors, expert guests, and sportsbook insiders. Get the data and analysis you need to improve your sports betting IQ. Start your free trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe and take your sports betting game to the next level. If you didn't catch my guys in the desert, here's what you missed. Another team that I think they're actually like waste level coming out of the ground, the the Indianapolis Colts. So six and six on the outside looking in, but just a half a game back of the Chargers, Vegas and Denver. Narrow loss to the Bucks, obviously, but winners in five of their last seven games after that one and four start. Four and two ATS in that time. We all know how bad they they crushed the Bills. 41-15. They're five and three in the AFC now. Remaining AFC opponents. Houston versus New England versus Vegas, 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 New England. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today.